Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. Randy Rainwater's out today, should be back tomorrow, so... We're joined in studio by, I don't know which one plays first, so we're joined by, in studio by, and we're joined also by, so Ray, Ray Tucker on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Guatney Buick GMC. And? And I'm looking for Trey Betty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we know oh, Ray hey, Tucker's hey, in hey, Central Now to Trey <laughs> Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293, family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Okay, so let's ask Trey Biddy. I guess. Are you giddy, Trey Biddy? Are you giddy, Trey Biddy? Because Arkansas <laughs> got its tight end back, right? Are you excited? Are you happy? Yeah. Well, I feel a lot better about it, I can tell you that. I mean, <laughs> I was... <laughs> There just there's just not a lot of great options out there, and you know I'd already thought in my head of okay Arkansas's offense. You got uh, the possibility of going out there in 12 personnel with Varkis Gums and Luke Has out there, two quality receivers at tight end, a couple of six four, maybe even up to six seven wide receivers on the field at the same time, a six two 235 pound running back that was a former high school wide receiver, and oh yeah, a, a big old quarterback that. Uh, can take off at any moment if somebody's not if somebody's not open. I just thought that looked uh, pretty scary for Arkansas, and you take one guy out of the mix, and that's eh, not as scary anymore. So, especially when you <laughs> thought you had him. But, uh, but getting Varkis Gums back in the fold is, I think, I think really big. I'm not sure what all went down with the decommit, recommit. Um, but I don't know. Maybe he got off the cow and just uh, realized, well, uh, maybe I had it pretty good at Arkansas. I'm not really sure, but. Um, I think it's big for Arkansas that he's back in the fold. Maybe they took him to Haight-Asbury and said, hey, this is where all the uh, drug scene started. Maybe You think that maybe got to him? <laughs> I don't know about that. But, um, yeah, maybe, maybe Berkeley wasn't what he thought it was going to be. Maybe not. Maybe not. Okay, so that's a, that's a major plus. You mentioned the wide receivers. I, I was reading, I think on your website 24-7, that there were over 3,000 football players in the transfer portal and we're talking about both times it entered so there's still players left out there are there good enough players left that they could help arkansas next year i think there are i think there are good enough players left um you know it was getting thin at tight end obviously Uh, i still think that they could use another one if not you know just a, a guy that's ready to come in now but just another quality player just if you're going to run 12 personnel in practice you know you need to be able to to get enough tight ends out there. So, yeah, I think that there are. I think that there's um, some quality safeties out there. Um, let me see. I'm trying to bring up Danny's. Yeah, because safeties, that's, that's big and transfer. I agree. Yeah. That, that's the number safety one is need, the only thing. Safety is the only position that I look at right now. Like, if I'm, like, breaking down the positions, like, obviously you feel good about quarterback, especially with Jacoby Criswell in now. feel really good about running back. Um, defensive end, I think, is another really strong position group. Uh, feel good about cornerback, and uh, you know, that could depend also on um, you know Quincy McAdoo and his injury status uh, from the car accident he had. That was uh, supposedly pretty serious. Um, but you feel you feel good about the numbers with those groups, and then you start looking at you know wide receiver. Okay, you know more of a maybe more of a mystery. Numbers aren't quite great, but they've got seven scholarship guys that are all battling for starting legitimately battling for starting jobs um, you know tight end now with gums in the fold you feel better about that I still think they could use 
one more if they could find one just to, to boost it. But, you know, it's overall still a pretty young group. You know, it's kind of like this next group, but you get to, you know, defensive tackle and they're close. You just you get one more defensive tackle, you feel good about defensive tackle. With but with defensive tackle, it's more about, like, the depth, right? It's, you know, the, the starters they put out there and, and, you know, the next guys, sure, you know, but you have an injury and you start worrying about depth. So with safety, to me, it's just a little bit more about they need somebody to come in and not push for a starting job, but take a starting job. They need somebody to come in and out of the portal who's good enough to win a starting job, right? Um, now Hudson Clark, he's not a he's not an All SEC player most likely, but he's a veteran player who can mm. hold his own at least. You know, yeah. um, they just need somebody to come in who might be <laughs> an SEC All SEC type of guy, just a a really good player is what they need, and they don't need that at the other positions. They've got good enough starters, in my opinion, and good enough depth overall. Just safety is just like, man, the depth, you know, the starters, that's it's just, a, just a bit of a concern. Uh, I think Jaden Johnson and Malik Chavis can both help them, but I think that they need – I just think that they need – I think you've got – Candidates for all SEC at each level of the defense, except for at safety right now. So, so, so they got that's a corner. Why I think it's probably uh, the biggest need. So they got a corner from Georgia. Does Georgia or Alabama not have any safeties out there? Can you go get one of those guys? <laughs> yeah, well, you run into the issues with the uh, you know the deadline for transferring in the SEC. You know, um, well, what is that? There, there is a deadline. Yeah, there's a deadline. They've talked about lifting it. It's it's after I can't remember what the date is, but it's it's passed, obviously, um, for transferring within the the SEC. Hmm. Okay, very good. But I think they I think they'll I think they'll eventually lift that, but you know, not any time in time for this class. But you know, Travis J would probably be uh, the guy that you would look at first. He was at Florida State. I uh, played safety there, uh, so he would be a guy. And then there's uh, Keontae Lusk from East Central University, smaller school, obviously. Amante Struthers from Delaware, obviously another smaller school. Um, you know, you start talking about, like, West Liberty University and Louisiana Monroe and Grand Valley State, you know, some of the guys that are out there for safety. So, to me, that makes the guy – and, you know, some of these guys, like Isaac Tesla comes from a small school, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. You know, that, so it doesn't mean, and John Ridgway came from a smaller school, you know. Um, and these are guys that have options also. Just, you know, when you see Hillsdale College or, you know, Illinois State or Grand Valley State or something, you know, kind of like, oh. Uh, but I, I think that Travis Jay would probably be the prize guy if they could get him. You got time to take a question here? Sure. All right, we got Tim joining us from Hot Springs. Hey, Tim. Hey, guys. I appreciate you taking my call. I apologize because this might sound like a, a, a silly question just because I don't know the terminology. But, Trey, you, you talk about getting these big tight ends, and you talk about this 12 or 13. I, I, it's not a not 12-man front or anything, but you're, you talk about 12 or 13, whatever the terminology was. I don't know, I don't understand what that means, and maybe I'm the only person who doesn't know, but can you explain no, that for me? No, we, we had the same question Friday. Um so all it means is the first number in 12 is the running back, and the second number, two, is the number of tight ends. So if you have one running okay. back in the field and two tight ends, then it's 12 personnel. And then that obviously means that you've got two wide receivers, you know, one quarterback, five offensive linemen. Everything else just okay. falls into place after that, you know. Um, so if you say 11 personnel, one running back, one tight end, 10 personnel, zero running backs, one tight end, you know, and you can – deduce from that how many wide receivers you have on there. So that's why they, they call it out like that. That's all right, Tim. I was trying to figure okay. that out myself. Sorry, I, just, I, that was, I was racking my brain. I just couldn't knowledge. figure it out. I appreciate y'all answering that for me. Y'all have a good day. Thank all you. Right, thank you. You bet. Well, Trey, uh, you were speaking about the SEC a minute ago. I don't know if you saw this story over the weekend. Texas and Oklahoma athletic directors will be at the SEC meetings. And that's the first time they've come. They obviously have one more year in the Big 12 Conference, and the Texas AD was saying, hey, we're devoted, we're dedicated to the Big 12, we want to win a Big 12 championship and all that kind of stuff. And then he said this, 
he said, "We're we know we're new in the conference. We're not. I'm not going there this year. This year to throw Texas's weight around." <laughs> Isn't that yeah. comforting to know that mm-hmm. they're they're not going to do that this year? What does that mean? When they come in, they're going to do that? They're going to try and do it again? Aren't we happy to have them in the SEC? That is very typical of Texas <laughs> folk to talk like that. Uh, I can remember when Steve Sarkeesian had his press conference, uh, his introductory press conference, and I remember every question from the media in Texas was followed with at a place like this. What does it mean to you to get a job at a place like this? <laughs> what does it mean to be recruiting at a place like this? You know, it's, it's like everything was just like, oh, Texas is just above and beyond. I mean, Texas. Yeah. yeah. You know, so that's, that's yes. pretty typical. Yeah, since 1970, they won one national championship. I can't believe Navy Mike doesn't call in and rail on them. <laughs> so anyway it is going to be interesting but he did bring up a point he said he thinks that uh, scheduling will be the big question we still haven't heard anything official about scheduling have we no and we'll hear it out of that but it's going to be nine teams nine team schedule um, nine game schedule and uh, three permanent opponents it just it just has to be at this point so that's what we think too. It official. They probably make it official when they know the matchups. Well, I think they know the matchups. Yeah. I think Arkansas. I think it's kind of leaked that Arkansas is going to play. Oh, here we go, Let's go. Arkansas is going to play Missouri, Texas, and Ole Miss, and um, so I, I think that's what's going to happen. And I think Alabama. Right. Alabama's upset because they're going to play Tennessee, Auburn. And I can't remember who the third one was, but he didn't like that one either. They're not playing Georgia every year, so he didn't get them right. every year. But but Saban was peeved that, that they had two tough teams like that, Auburn and Tennessee, every year. Tennessee's um, been tough for a year. Oh, LSU. I think LSU was the other one. So yeah. uh, so he was peeved about that. And yeah, I think from an Arkansas standpoint, no matter who else you get, getting Texas, again, I've laughed about them and their arrogance. But that's a great rivalry for Arkansas, don't you think? Yes. Oh, yeah. I think it. I mean, I know the fans will love it. Um, you know, with the, even with your permanent opponent, there's six other SEC teams that are going to be on your schedule every year, you know. Yeah. So it's not like it's going to be a cakewalk for any. Nobody's getting set up with something super nice, um, not any better than they had before. Uh, so, yeah, it's just. I, I can understand. I wouldn't. I mean. Like we hear, you know, the only variation I've heard of the three permanent opponents that you've mentioned, I've heard some people say, like Mississippi State instead of Ole Miss and stuff. But I, I, I'm pretty sure it's just like you said it's going to be. Um, but at the same time, it wouldn't surprise me to see, uh, you know, Alabama, Georgia, and LSU as Arkansas's permanent <laughs> No, I don't think that's going to happen, which is really no, good. No, you don't think so. No. Make it find a way. You, you <laughs> think about change. it. <laughs> Two new teams on the schedule. If Texas was permanent, that means Arkansas fans who haven't been to Austin, I guess since Matt Jones was the quarterback, um, will have a chance to go to Austin. The only new trip will be Oklahoma. I, you know, the Norman campus is about probably three and a half hours away from Fayetteville, but I'll bet you there are Arkansas fans that have never seen a game there. You think? I've never seen a game there, Um, and it is the closest to Arkansas, but I've I've never seen a game there. I was at the the Texas game with Matt Jones when he went off. Um, That was certainly exciting back in the day. Yeah. Uh, I think that's my only trip to Texas. I'm guessing. Well, they played maybe it's my second trip. Um, maybe the first of second. I'm having a hard time remembering. I guess I'm getting old, but um, no, not hardly. No, no. <laughs> well, not hardly. Well, yeah. of course, obviously, beginning stages. Those of us who are, have been around a while were at Austin many times when Arkansas played in the Southwest yeah. Conference, and uh, and and so we realize what that can be like. Um, but I'm hoping Norman, Arkansas gets Oklahoma first year, and just in the the rotation because. I've seen all the. I've seen every teams. I've been to every venue in the SEC, but I've not mm-hmm. been to 
Oklahoma. So that would be the one outlier for me. Well, for those of us who've been around a long time, we enjoyed back when it was the Southwest Conference Writers Tour, is what they called it. They didn't, didn't mention TV or radio. And then I went on the Big Eight uh, Writers Tour. Uh, and those were a lot of fun. I think a lot more fun than going to SEC Media Days. Which I'm not oh, been so. Yeah, going to the campus yeah. was a big deal. Trey, have yeah. you ever had the opportunity to go to that to, as a media person? Go to just to go to other other campuses. I mean, I've walked around campuses. I've not been on a guided tour through. Yeah, all that, that, that stuff, used which used to be, be what they did, and then mm-hmm. the Southwest Conference changed. Even while Arkansas was still in it, I think the last two or three years is when they started bringing everybody to Dallas, but, and but then you, you brought a couple mm-hmm. players. But before that, when they had the tours, they you could interview anybody. Yeah, you, if you want assistant coaches, if you want whatever players you want, and it was it was really kind of a fun deal. And you would put stuff for TV guys. We'd put stuff in the can. You'd say, "All right, I, I know you're not going to play Arkansas in November," and you'd ask <laughs> ask them stuff mm-hmm. about that and drive them all, drive them all crazy. Um, the, the Big Eight Skywriters Tour. You know who the head of that was when we were doing that back in the early '80s? Bill Hancock. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. right. Yep. Yeah, but he was super he was nice a, guy. Yeah, yeah, he was the I've assistant. Had a few nice conversations with him. But Good we would, guy. but we would meet all the characters you'd read about in the newspapers, and Dave Campbell, and Dan Cook, and and all these different people, and mm-hmm. you, you'd build relationships. And when you needed something, you just pick up the phone and call the guys, and you knew who you were talking to. And you don't get that anymore. No, Bill Morgan was the guy that uh, took him on the SWC media tour, and I guess anybody that was sober at the end of it was uh, <laughs> the last man standing. Hey, you were correct about that, Rick Saber. <laughs> so it's okay, Trey. You didn't miss much there. I, I had a, I had a couple friends on that tour that didn't drink, but there weren't many of them. We we fl- we flew into Fayetteville on Chaparral Airlines. One time, and I'm gonna tell you what, I don't think that pilot had ever been in in the wind like that. And ha- that thing rocked back and forth, and one wheel touched down. We thought it's all over here, man. We're gonna crash in Fayetteville, but we didn't. So, okay, Trey. So we'll really bring you back. <laughs> was was um, the airport at Highfield built by the time you became a student up here? It's '96. I don't so, remember. I think that's about the time because uh, Drake Field was the airport before then. Yeah, and it was. Uh, that's right. Lou Holtz had the famous line: "You don't buy a ticket, you buy a chance." So, <laughs> yeah, Skyways Airlines. <laughs> that's right. I, I remember. Remember, Pat Foster was flying from Little Rock to to the. I mean, Fayetteville to Little Rock, and they lost mm-hmm. his luggage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, "What they do? Throw it out over the mountains?" <laughs> <laughs> Trey, just think of all you've missed. Now, okay. So, mm-hmm. so in your time at Arkansas, we've been. What's your best story? What's your best media story? Um, about football season or something else that might not relate to a game. Oh man, I would. You'd have to give me some time to think about that one. I don't know if I can do that on the spot. Uh, okay. Best. If if you can't today, then think about it and tomorrow come back mm-hmm. with your best story of being a media member here or somebody you know in the media um, mm-hmm. the, that maybe won't be listening to the show. <laughs> <laughs> that you can well, say I've got something about. a lot of about. Nate Allen stories, and Mike Irwin stories. Yeah, oh yeah, me too. They've been around, haven't they? Yeah, they've right. been around. Wow. Well, other than the transfer portal, I guess you know this week, even for all of athletics, it's finals week, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I guess it's a most Razorback fans, most college football fans, don't read about the academics, but. Arkansas is doing well academically again, and I guess it's a major plus because you want to make sure everybody's eligible and beyond that, right? Oh, sure. Well, I don't think we started really talking about academics until, um, you know, Nolan Richardson's job was on the line. <laughs> Nobody wanted to talk about academics until we started playing for them. Uh, uh, yeah, and then they came out with all the APR stuff. But, um, yeah, you don't really – I mean – I can think, guys, I can think of one player in the last five or so years that um, had an academic issue that prevented them from, from playing. Mm. So it doesn't happen very often these days. No, I mean, they, doesn't. they get a lot of support. They've got a lot of great – I mean, they've had more, more than they've ever had, and, and you need it as an athlete. I mean, there's so many extra demands. It's not a 20-hour-a-week job like the NCAA – kind of makes it out to be that's the limit no. of time you can work with them in season um it's a full-time job and beyond and plus there's travel um just a lot of work just a lot expected out of student athletes you have to have some academic support um 
from people. So Absolutely. But they did have a release last week talking about how the APRs are up in all sports and they had several sports that are perfect. Uh, I think three out of four perfect sports were women's sports, and and, mm-hmm. and certainly they would be congratulated for that. Yep. You do want to make hey, sure. And I know, I know there eligible. are people with full time jobs also that make it through college and they don't have any assistance and stuff. Yes. And there, are, there are football players that could do that too, but yes, not batting a thousand. <laughs> You're not going to bat a thousand doing that. So it's important for the health of the program to to make sure you have academic uh, people who can help them. Exactly, exactly. Well, I know you talk about football and basketball, and we got Pat Bradley coming up later, but uh, the NBA draft is coming up. There's some Razorbacks figuring prominently in that. Could be fun. What do, you, what, do you, yeah. what do you think about Walsh and Davis? Do you think we're going to see Arkansas get them back, or do you think they're going to well, – either or both will be gone? I don't know. I kind of maybe think both of them will be gone right now, but that changes day to day. I mean, I understand, you know, Devo, is he going to – Put together a better showing than he had, you know, and against Kansas, you know, coming off a pretty uh, big performance. I know they played another game after that, but um, you know, he is a junior, third-year player. So I know the value of well, the longer you're in college, the lower your ceiling is, right? <laughs> I mean, yes, you know, you're you're viewed if you're younger, you're viewed to have a lot of upside. The more you play, the more that upside kind of goes away. So. Um, I could see that. I think that Walsh should, for his own personal, I'm not just saying like to help Arkansas, um, because I think Arkansas will find players um, out there as good. But I think for Walsh, the best choice for him would probably be to come back another year. Um, But I I don't know. Right now I'm kind of thinking both of them will will move along. Wow. I mean, there's a couple of guys. Ron Holland's out there. A lot of people think yeah. Arkansas looks in good shape there. Um, I know that they're not done recruiting players in the transfer portal either. And right now, today, they've got 13. So if, if Debo and Walsh come Yeah, if they came back. That's right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll check in with you again tomorrow. Thanks a lot, Trey Bye. Biddy. Bye, guys. Have a wonderful rest of the day. And we'll be back with more of Drive Time Sports. Join the zone each Monday for Game Balls and Jockstraps. Brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Find out who made the best, average, and worst headlines in sports and entertainment each Monday as Justin Acre and Wes Moore give you their Game Balls and Jockstraps on the zone from 10 to 1. It's all brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. 501-794-2770. Call today to get your landscape updated to a whole new level and be listening for Game Balls and Jockstraps only on 1037 The Buzz. Companies are shifting their telephone systems to the cloud, and you should too. ESI eCloud PBX has everything you need. Features like work from anywhere, video calls, and advanced security tools make ESI eCloud PBX one of the best choices for any business. Opt out of the high cost of your traditional phone system and move to the cloud. Sign up for an online demo at nsgdv.com and get your system activated at no charge. Network Services Group. One call does it all. Consider yourself a bourbon connoisseur? At Twin Peaks, they're proud to offer an exclusive and extensive collection of some incredibly rare bourbons, whiskeys, and tequilas. Plus, check out their barrel selects that are handpicked by their team and bottled just for you. Cheers! It's May, and May means more at Saracen Casino. More winning, and of course, another great vehicle giveaway. This month, play to win the hottest SUV on the market. Ford's Big Ben Bronco 4x4 from Trotter Ford. The iconic Ford Bronco is back, better than ever with more advanced technology and creature comforts, and could be yours just for playing at Saracen. Win more in May, including a new Bronco. Saracen Casino Resort. Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Roger Scott for Gravely Moors. Working hard once again, making sure my lawn is lush, weed-free, and beautiful. By working hard, I mean, of course, I'm watching Bradley Owens mow it for me. Bradley, tell the good folks hello. Well, hello. That's enough right there, my good man. Pay attention. You missed a spot. What he didn't tell you is that you can take your very own Gravely Moor home today at 0% interest over 48 months. That's right. 0% interest on both residential and commercial mower. Now, Bradley, tell them where you can go get your very own Gravely Moor. Well, you can. I'll finish it for you at Chapel Hardware in Pine Bluff or Hoco Turf in Rowland. Hey guys, it's Dee Dee from Ava Bella Day Spa. Guess what's right around the corner? Yep, Mother's Day. And we have the special packages for you. Starting with our $100 Wonder Woman Plus, all the way up to the Mom and Me, where two of you get to come into the spa. All you gotta do is go to avabelladayspa.com, click on Instant Gift Certificates, print it off, or send it right to the recipient. Or, come on in our shop, 301 North Shackleford Road, Suite C3. 
avabelladayspa.com. Bird Kreischer presents Tops Off World Tour. I look at my dad, I go, hey dad, maybe we should sit down. I don't think your owl's out tonight. 30 seconds later, <laughs> right on top of it, we hear, <laughs> my oldest daughter goes, dad, look across the lake at the old man on his dock. There's another drunk, blind old white man just, <laughs> Bird Kreischer, live on stage. Saturday, November 18th, Simmons Bank Arena. Get tickets at the Arena Box Office or at Ticketmaster.com. Your Arkansas travelers have a new home. Hear every pitch, every crack of the bat on 106.7 Buzz 2. For the full calendar, go to Travs.com. It's the greatest game on dirt, and you can hear it at 106.7 Buzz 2. If you're looking to do some real work, you need to go see Henner. Now, Henner Foothills Equipment has a Kubota L2501 tractor package. It has got all the whistles and bells, but here's the important thing. What goes with it so that I can do the job? Example, there is a Lampride box blade. There is a Kubota front-end loader. There's a Lampride rotary cutter. And then on top of that, you're getting a trailer with ramps, so you can be versatile, obviously, and move it all over. And then you got all those different options. Now, the folks at Henner's, they'll help you. Taylor's Custom Package, it meets your specific needs, and they service what they sell. 501-268-1987 or hennerdfoothills.com. Located in Searcy. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. For peace of mind, share with us a piece of your heart. This is Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. It's a Monday. Randy Rainwater is out today. He'll be back with us tomorrow. Ray Tucker's in Central Arkansas. I'm Rick Schaefer in Northwest Arkansas. And today, 5.30, Mondays. Ray, do we have a, a, a theme for this? Or we we do not, but uh, Jared okay. Wagner is brought to us by Fat Burgers in Conway and Greenbrier. That's right. So, Jared, welcome to the program. Good to have you on tonight. Yep, yep. Thanks for having me once again. Did you, so the, you get good news today on those pens? Yep, yep. I uh, got the pens removed today, so that was uh, that was all good. Um, and uh, yeah, we're getting there. So okay, so no practice today. So I guess you can't, or I guess you could go out and try and hit. if you tried to do any hitting since you had the pins taken out? No, no. It's kind of the the day they they pull the pins. They kind of want to let it rest. So okay. um, yeah, it's just going to be kind of seeing where where I'm at with the pain and if, if there is uh, is any pain and then uh, just kind of going day by day. So it's not for me to tell you guys when I'll exactly be back, but uh, we will we will see. I'm, I'm itching to be back. Well, when uh, what have you been able to do to prepare for that eventuality when you are able to play again? Yeah, so um, but the big thing was just staying in shape. Um you know, with our strength coach and, and conditioning coach, we was able to, to uh, stay in shape. A lot of uh, running, trying to simulate kind of games, kind of tax your body, the uh, same that maybe a game would be. And then uh, from just a strength standpoint, doing doing a lot of legs, um, keeping that, that strength there. And then I've uh, continued to throw even those into a net and uh, did some top hand stuff, uh, um, top hand, small bat, stuff that I actually did every day um, kind of part of my routine so that was nice I was able to keep that so uh, once I once I can swing again hopefully uh, you know the swing feels feels good so um, and then also I've been able to uh, stand in on bullpens and, and kind of just keep my eyes eyes working and tracking the baseball so that was kind of the plan for me so I'm, I'm ready when I when I get back so. you've got some other guys that have been on injured list some of your teammates any chance any of those will be back this weekend? Yeah, yeah, I don't. Uh, for for Tavian, I I don't know. Uh, it's, I think it's going to be a day by day thing. He's getting he's getting better, and then uh, you know with with Stovall's shoulder, I I I would assume he'd be back, but I haven't honestly I haven't talked to him 
kind of about that. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, I I think we're getting there. We're uh, we're almost we're almost all all going to be back here shortly. So you you have dealt you dealt with some hand injuries when you were at Creighton. How quickly? Let's say they clear you to play this weekend, or let's say it's next weekend. Whenever they clear you to play. How quickly does or can you get back to the level at which you were playing when you hurt your hand? Yeah, I um, you know, in, in the past with with the hand injuries that I've had, it's it's been really quickly. Um, that being said, the uh, the first hand surgery I had was like they left a piece of the bone in there, so it was actually uh, coming back from that one was kind of a challenge, just because it never felt good. Um, so, you know, I think as long as I think the big thing is getting it to to a point where I'm not thinking about it in the batter's box, you know, so and feeling comfortable. And then from there, it's it's pretty much, um, I don't know, it kind of doesn't take too long to get back. So Now, I'm asking this out of ignorance, so forgive me if it's too simple a question, but when you're on that list, you're not on the 27-man travel squad. If they know you're not going to play, can you still go or do you stay here in rehab? Yep, yep. I went down to uh, I went down to Mississippi State. Uh, they, they let me go on on all the trips, which is nice, and uh, kind of be be able to be a team uh, or be with a team and kind of be on on the dug in the dugout and uh, you know try to do your best you can, just kind of leading the team, um, hoping with hoping with uh, some of the guys and their approaches, stuff like that. So you had to love it because again you got three so you and Tavian are out and uh, Stovall was out and if the guys filling in it's probably the best weekend they've had you gotta love watching those guys compete oh yeah yeah that was a huge weekend for us uh, you know a lot of a lot of guys you know a third of our lineups kind of out and guys stepping up uh, whole whole played tremendous defense um, which was awesome to see turn mm-hmm. turn some double plays and stuff that was just uh just great plays, and honestly, I think defensively this weekend we we were clicking on all cylinders, which was huge. So yeah, having those guys uh, step up, you know, that's kind of been the the theme to our our team this year. You know, the guy goes down here and there, and, and we just had the ability to ability to uh, just step up and and you know make make no or may I guess I'm getting jumped jumbled up, but uh, <laughs> just be able to. Step up, I guess. All right, we've got a caller on line, Rick. Let's see if we can get him in. Reverend Outlaw. Go ahead, sir. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate it. Appreciate it, Rick. Uh, I'm not Randy, but Ray. I appreciate you guys. And and Mr. Wagner, I'm proud of you guys. I want you to know that. I think this is, you know, one of the best coaching jobs that they've been on. Or anybody, I don't care if you go back to White Hills Rock or Frank Tanner or whoever, <laughs> Earl Weaver, if you want to. This guy here is a magician because I was on pins and needles uh, in the eighth inning when the bases got loaded. I was like, man, the guy's pitching my pitcher might be a little worn out by the top. And but Dave Van Horn was looking ahead, maybe to the next inning or you know farther ahead than that. I was like. He's just a great coach, and he's the coach of the year, in my opinion, not only in the SEC, but also in the, in the, in the country. Because the injuries that you guys have had to overcome, you know, has, has I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking, man, not another, not another. And now that you guys have fought through that, and you're pretty much ready to come back, I, I want to know, do you feel that y'all are talented enough to go to Omaha? And bring back that national championship. Uh, sorry, I, I was having trouble hearing some of it. I, well, I heard well, he, most he of it. So what was about, the question? Yeah, he talked about how remarkable the season's been with the injuries. Great job of Dave Van Horn. He says, when everybody gets back, are you talented enough to get to Omaha and perhaps even win the national championship? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely think we. Uh, you know, all the guys have that belief that you know we can do something special. Um, you know, DVH has such a good feel for the game and he's done a tremendous job dealing with these injuries and making, you know, making the right decision at the right time. It seems like every time he makes a decision, um, you know, we, good outcome happens. Um, and then also having those guys fill in, you know, it's it just we're, we're a deep team, I think, and, and uh, you know, guys stepping up here and there. So, you know, those are some 
characteristics that are that are a big deal um, going down the stretch. So, you know, we got the belief. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens. But getting everyone back and healthy is going to be uh, a good deal. A lot of every sport, um, my friend, is is all about heart. And this team is, has shown a tremendous amount of determination and heart. I'm gonna say this before I go. I want to make sure that I, I listen to most games on the radio because I drive for a living. Mm. Um, but uh, I do listen to Chuck. I do listen to Bubba. I really enjoy. I think they. I think they're just amazing. But Rick and Ray, you guys have had that magic today working. You've been in rare form, and I just want to let y'all know. I think Arkansas <laughs> has been blessed with some of the best commentators down through the years. Oh, that you. any, I, I can't imagine any professional team could even, you know, want for more than what the Razorbacks have had. I just want to call in. I don't, I don't get a chance calling in often, but. And I'm this coaching job right here, I think, because I'm a baseball fan. I was I, I was with Frank Tanner when Pittsburgh was we are family or whatever, yeah. you know. Seventy nine. So yeah, yeah. I, I you know Willie Stargell. I I go back farther than that if we want to. But I love baseball. I love listening to it on the radio. I'm a radio guy, so I, you know I I'd rather listen to it on the radio really than watch it on television. So, but. Same. I think that you guys have done a tremendous job, and I, I just want to, if I don't, you know, want to make sure I let y'all know. Rick, you've been in rare form today. Rare form. Please, child. I think you wanted that. Oh, you're I'm gonna hang Thank on. you, you very much. Hi, right, Reverend. Thank okay. you. Thank, thank you. So, Jared, Jared I got did, a question for you. Okay. Um, when you were looking at transferring, what 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 was the reputation Dave Van Dorn had? Why, why did you come to Arkansas? Well, I'd say, uh, you know, the, the type of baseball that they play, it's, uh, you know, you, you play the game hard, you play the game the right way. Not a lot of showboating. It's, uh, you know, it's kind of just being a man and, and um, winning and losing like a man. So that was kind of the thing um, that I was looking for, and that was kind of the, the cool thing to for uh, DVH, kind of how he was talking about the program, just just. Doing doing things the right way, playing the game the right way, and that's something I've always prided myself on. So you know, transferring that was that was a big deal. Good. Now we just you just heard a couple names. Do you know who Earl Weaver and Willie Stargell are? <laughs> I do not. I'll, t- I'll tell you this: if you if you Google Earl Weaver, you will see you will see some of the wildest confrontations yeah. between the manager of the Orioles, Earl Weaver, and umpires, and yeah. you'll see some crazy stuff. And All right, started. I'll do that tonight. You, you, you got to do it. You got to do it, man. And Willie Stark <laughs> was right. the MVP of the Pittsburgh Pirates when they won the World Series in 1979. Jared, we got to get you some history lessons here. Do you? Do, those guys are both in Cooperstown right now. Do you know where Cooperstown is? Yeah, yeah. It's just I don't. I've always, uh, you know, <laughs> it seems like it's just something I don't follow along too well. The history of the game, which is probably not a good thing. So I uh, okay. maybe I'll. I'll read a book or two about it. How about that? Yeah, that that'll be good. <laughs> I, I I give you some tips on some great books to read. Uh, but at any rate, you mentioned defense a minute ago. Arkansas's defensive field position or uh, field percentage is nine seventy eight. Now I always um, have been told in college baseball, if you're nine seventy or better, that's really good. Nine seventy eight is really good defense, don't you think? Oh yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's tremendous defense and. Like I said, this this last weekend, uh, um, John made some tremendous plays um, that I just didn't think he'd have had time. And he uh, he just got the ball out quick, and it was awesome. And they turned to double plays. I think we lead lead the SEC in double plays, I believe. Yeah, I believe so that's right. Yeah, forty five. Uh, yeah, defense is a is a big deal and a big part of this team. So it's, it's been uh, it's been fun to watch. All right, Jared, we'll be back with more Jared Wagner right after this. Get in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore every day from 10 to 1. Live from the Oakwan Racing Casino Resort Studios on 103.7 The Buzz. Brooks and Dunn Reboot 2023 Tour. I'll play something country. The best-selling duo of all time live. With special guest Scotty McCreary. Saturday, May 20th, Simmons Bank Arena. On sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Brooks and Dunn Live. 
Make this Mother's Day, Sunday, May 14th, one to remember with something beautiful from Tipton and Hearst. From floral arrangements to gift baskets to blooming plants and so much more. As Arkansas's premier florist for over a century, you can count on Tipton and Hearst to help show your mother how truly special she is. Shop Little Rock, North Little Rock, Conway, or Pine Bluff. Ready to deliver around the corner or around the world. Call 501-666-3333 or visit TiptonHurst.com today. Tipton and Hearst, guaranteed satisfaction since 1886. It's strawberry season at Slim Chickens, featuring two farm-fresh favorites. Try the grilled chicken strawberry salad, backed by popular demand, or the new grilled chicken strawberry wrap. We start with fresh greens, add feta cheese crumbles, and delicious candy pecans, 100% all-natural grilled chicken tenders, and sliced red ripe strawberries. But hurry, they're only around during peak strawberry season at Slim Chickens. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, one of Arkansas's leaders in hay equipment. They handle a full line of Kubota tractors and hay tools, as well as Vermeer hay products. 501-268-1987. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, your hometown dealer no matter where you live. Hurry up, dude. The game's about to start. Nothing beats spending the day watching the game with your buddies. Dude, I'm literally right here. Let's do this. Which is why a shelter insurance renter's policy is key to your winning game plan. It protects things your landlord's policy doesn't. Uh, dude, where's your TV? What? Oh, no way, dude. Like that flat screen TV that just got stolen. See Agent Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Bo Beavis in Cabot, or Daniel Vickers in Sherwood. No one likes to see blue lights in their rearview mirror, but pulling over promptly and safely is the only smart option. Did you know that if you don't pull over for law enforcement, you could be charged with a Class B felony? That means up to 20 years in prison, $15,000 in fines, and the loss of your driver's license and vehicle. More importantly, fleeing from police puts innocent people at risk of being seriously injured or even killed. So, the next time you see blue lights in your rear view, be smart. Pull over. So, you're in the market for a new outboard motor. Look no further than Arch Marine in North Little Rock. Located right off the Levy exit, Arch carries a full line of dependable Tohatsu motors ranging from 4 to 115 horsepower, all four-stroke motors. Come see us today at Arch Marine. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Randy's not with us tonight. It's Ray Tucker and Rick Schaefer with you. And we've got Jared Wagner on for another uh, segment. If you want to give him a call, you can. 501-661-1037. Jared, we, we talked about the defense, talked about the hitting. How about Arkansas's pitching staff? A little bit maligned. Injuries have hurt them. But, boy, have they ever picked it up. How about the job over the weekend by Zach Morris, the job Will McIntyre's doing, and some of these other guys who have really stepped up? Yeah. Yeah, they were they were tremendous all weekend. Uh, you know, Zach Morris, his, you know, his stuff looked really good. You know, his velo was up. He was uh, he was spinning it pretty well. I think better than he had in the past. That that's big moving forward. Um, just having having him step up, and uh, you know, everyone from our our rotation. You know, it's just, don't know exactly how our rotation will end up, but uh, you know, they did they did a great job getting us into into the game and and uh you know it just seems like uh they're they're pitching well velocities have all seemed to be up and, and uh there's their stuff's stuff's looking good so it's uh you know i enjoy uh sitting on the the bench and just watching them do their thing it's uh it's fun so it's fun to watch and uh you know i think uh brady brady being back is is, is big and being able to go more more any or more uh, more pitches is going to be huge for us down the stretch here. So. I was going to ask you about having Brady Tiger back, and, and they wanted to pitch him three innings, but you guys scored so many runs while he was on the bench that they decided not to. But that's a nice luxury to have, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's great to have him back. Uh, his stuff looks really good. So, um, you know, it's just one of those things where we can uh, rest him up and he doesn't need to throw some stressful innings, you know, since we are able to put up those those runs early so um but yeah his, his stuff is looking really good 
Have you ever been part of a game where all the runs were scored with with two outs? <laughs> no, but that was that was insane. Um, just being able to string things together and and uh, what was it? What was it? Eleven runs? Yeah, correct. Yeah. All with two yeah. outs. Yeah. yeah, I don't think uh, don't think I've ever been a part of that. That's clutch hitting. That is clutch hitting. Yeah. Well, you know, you came to Arkansas. You knew you only had one year. If you haven't learned this yet at this stage of life, time goes pretty quick. You're about to play the last home series of the season. Can you believe it's gone that fast? No. No, I really can't. Um, I mean, it just seems like yesterday we were in Arlington kind of starting out the season. Um, it, it goes by fast just because it's so, it's so much fun and it's, the blessing being able to uh, to wear that A, so it's uh, I never thought it'd go by this fast, and even being hurt and injured, it uh, wish it'd slow down a little bit. <laughs> well, will little, and, and you all probably will get some games beyond this because of where you fit in the RPI right now. But uh, how about this weekend against South Carolina? What can we expect? Well, I think you know South Carolina; they can swing swing the bat really well. Um, they have a lot of power. And I, I think it's going to be a fun weekend. Um, good challenge for us, you know. I, I, uh, I know they didn't didn't do as well. Um, at, I think Kentucky last weekend um, mm-hmm. kind of was a lot of people were shocked in that regard. So, you know, it's it's going to be a team that's kind of hungry, wants to bounce back after the last weekend. And I think it's going to be a good good slate of games. So it's going to be it's going to be a fun environment. Your team has every reason to say injuries, make excuses, everything like that you haven't. Can you believe there's two series left? You're tied for the lead in the overall for the SEC and a half game ahead in the West. Is that absolutely remarkable? Yeah, that is, that is uh, pretty remarkable, you know. Just, uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, just I think comes down to DVH making really smart decisions um, with, with the personnel he's, he's got and the lineup and the uh, being able to manage games, it's uh, it's kind of interesting. Just trying to break down kind of well, how he how we think he uh, he thinks. I guess if that makes sense. So it's uh, it's it's awesome. So if you want to coach someday, is this a guy you can pattern yourself after? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, I don't know. I think it takes years and years of, of uh, games to uh, be able to manage a game like he does. But he does. Uh, job. How tough is it to, and this is exam weeks, what I understand, mm-hmm. and so how tough is it to balance all that baseball and being on the road and, and still getting a great grades? Yeah, so like right now we're in finals, so I think we have a, maybe a day or two off um, here for guys to get stuff done. It, it's a challenge. Um, I was actually done last week, which was kind of nice. Um, wow. Since I'm in grad school, I get mm-hmm. done a week earlier, and uh, so... But yeah, for for some guys it's challenging. I mean, they they get a study study on the road, which is not always fun. There's a lot of distractions. You know, you're around all the guys and want to spend time with them. But it's a uh, it's important time. You got to finish strong in school, and then uh, you know, once you're done, it's all baseball from here on here on out. Ray asked you earlier about why you transferred to Arkansas. I'm guessing the competition might have had something to do with it. And I know Creighton probably plays some very good teams. But listen to this. Here's the top seven in the college polls this year, this week. LSU two, Arkansas three, Vanderbilt four, Florida five, South Carolina seven. That's not in the conference. That's in the whole country. Did you know you were going to walk into competition like this when you came to Arkansas? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely did. Uh, that's kind of what I, what I wanted was I wanted to get in the SEC and, and, uh, play, play with the, uh, the big boys. And, you know, it's been, uh, it's been an awesome, Awesome journey um, coming down here, but uh, yeah, that's uh, the SEC. It's it's different, you know. Everyone, honestly, there's not a weekend you can take off. Um, everyone's got guys, and it doesn't really matter what their record says. You know, they can they can put up a good weekend against you, and you know, so it's uh, it's definitely fun to uh, compete at this this level. Jared, you knew you knew coming in at Arkansas drew well that the fans would attend games. Uh, describe the atmosphere at Baumwalker Stadium and what it's like to play in front of your fans, and they're so good. Oh, 
I don't even know how you describe it. It's, uh, it's a tremendous point in front of just fans that are super passionate. Uh, me being out in left field, I have the honor of being in front of the front of the hall. It's just been been awesome. The interactions that I've had with with people out there, and then uh, you know when like the big series that we've had with Tennessee and stuff like that, it was uh, you know you got everyone on your side, and it's it's a huge home field advantage having this type of of fan base and it's just been awesome a lot of interactions even just i don't know around town stuff like that um that's it's definitely uh just been just been a blessing and uh you know bomb will bomb will always have a special place in my heart so it's uh it's my favorite place to play and uh fans make it that way all right you've been around the league a little bit uh playing the outfield what is the best line you've heard coming from the fans on the road Ooh, best line. That's a that's a tough one. Um, I I don't know. LSU they got after me uh, pretty tough. Um, I don't know. There's a couple guys that yelled some things that I probably can't say on this radio show. Um, but uh, they were they were the ones that heckled me the most. But there's uh, yeah. I don't know if there's a certain line where it that I that I remember. You definitely hear it, but it's like it, all of that stuff doesn't doesn't register completely. Have there, been, have, have, have there been some that made you laugh? Yeah. Yeah, there's been uh there's been some that made me that, that made me laugh, uh you know, and I hit those home runs um down at L S U to start both the Saturday or the I guess we played a doubleheader that day. Yeah. Um they were yelling about about that and um so I you know, there's stuff that makes you laugh, and on that LSU, well, actually at that LSU, the, the Friday game that we played, um, this guy kept saying, "Jared, look at me." And then uh, when we went out big with that Reese, Reese hitting that home run, I finally looked up at him and I had a smile on my face, and he said, "That's what I thought." So that was probably <laughs> the funniest, funniest one I had. So, well, on the other hand, it's got to be so. nice. You go on the road. Mississippi State had huge crowds this weekend, and you silenced them every day. That's got to be satisfying too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was huge, and uh, yeah, they got really nice fans. My dad was talking. He actually went down to the game, and he just kept talking about how nice the fans they were. But they were they were pretty good sports. So I don't think they were were didn't heckle, uh, you know, Jace or uh, Jace Diggs or um, whoever was out on the left. So. And in the old days, after the third game, they invited the former the players they played against to come out and tailgate with them. I don't know if they do that anymore, but yeah, we got a tray of smoked chicken, so that was, uh, <laughs> that was very good. That's great. We did. <laughs> well, Jared, good luck this week. We hope you get healthy, and we hope next Monday we're talking about your experience against South Carolina. Yep, appreciate it, guys. Okay, that's Jared Wagner back with more Drive Time Sports after this. Glitz Turner here for Low T Center. Guys, there are a lot of people out there talking about testosterone, but I want you to do your homework, man. I want you to make sure that you choose a provider that you can trust. The provider that I trust, the provider that I recommend is Low T Center. It's where I get my levels checked. I've been a client for five plus years now. Low T Center exclusively specializes in men's wellness. They check all your levels, not just your testosterone, and they determine the cause of any symptoms you're having and whether you're